Becky still, you know what? Do the sex? No. K I. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! L. Album. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Merry Christmas, Pete. Merry Christmas, Deej. Good to have you. Yeah, always. Good to have you on this Christmas episode. It's November. That's right. It is. Um, A continuation of the worst part of Halloween season is already poking its ugly head out. That would be the people who complain about candy corn are now already complaining about Christmas music. That's right. I I, um, I hate, I th- I've grown to hate more than anything, the scheduled debates. Yes. The scheduled internet debates. So let's uh, let's run through them. Why not? Uh, uh, you mentioned the candy corn. Hate that one. That I, I tweeted about that. So I you just, did, do you know that you tweeted the exact same thing as me? Like one, like I think same time, same day. Like what? No, I think it was like one day after you tweeted the exact same thing. I really? Tweeted, which is the worst part of Halloween season are people who think not liking candy corn is like a, a personality, personality trait, trait yeah. or like their brand. Who, or just like that the discussion is a new thing. It's It drives me crazy. Haven't we learned by now that your experience is not the only one? Yeah. And that different people have different things. I think maybe... That's like the last way that people can be judgmental assholes that I guess is accepted on the internet or something that they're like, okay, the last group of people I'll be really fucking annoying to are people who like candy corn. Candy corn, by the way, is fucking fine. And even if you don't like it, I don't like it, but I don't care if you like it. Honestly, think of how many foods you don't like (laughs) that would you ever give like a more than one second dissertation on why this is true oh candy corn is just like wax sugar blah, blah. everything you eat is just some form of sugar right so it's it's candy corn uh during halloween it's christmas music um mm-hmm. or in like november yeah then it's die hard in december whether die hard is a christmas movie that's my least favorite one yeah so those three are the big ones around this time of year then there is the um the ones that don't necessarily have a season are like is hot dog a fucking sandwich? Mm-hmm. Fucking let's talk about that for eight more years. Uh, what else? That do we one got? I'm still. Uh, I think the jury's the jury's still out. So I like that conversation, but I don't care about the answer. That's oh, it's like tomato fights. It's more about the conversation than it is about any winners or losers. But I don't care about the conversation either. It doesn't change my any. I think I'm actually. I think uh, you're in on this one. I'm gonna stand up for the hot dog sandwich. What? I think it's funny that it exists. I think it's. I think. I think it was funny. funny. I think it was funny, but it's been running to the ground so much that I don't care anymore. How how you like the crying Jordan meme? Do you like that one? Yeah. We don't use that one anymore. Yeah, we don't really, but I think we had our fun with it. I think that we had that. That's the difference is that we sort of like that ran its course. We had our fun with it and then we moved on. I feel like we're well past having fun with the is hot dog a sandwich. Yeah. Fun comes in waves. That's my life experience. Right. Let it retire at least for like a couple of years and And then then bring it back like a rombe. I think that 
I'm I'm not as upset. I I get why you'd be sick of hot dog versus a sandwich. It falls into that category. It's like how many times we're gonna have I this like to fucking those, conversation? I like to stoke those flames every now and then. What else do we have? Maybe uh, I think I'm gonna tweet that later on. <laughs> hey gang, hot dog sandwich or no? God, I where hate we it. where are we falling on the whole hot dog? Ver- <laughs> don't don't I'm gonna do that. Right don't now. do it. Where? Oh no. We no, I hate falling this. on the whole. Where are y'all sitting? Hot dog sandwich? Hot dog sandwich. Where the butt go? Conversation. Conversation or debate? Conversation. Where are we falling on the whole hot uh, hot dog oh, fuck this. sandwich conversation? But, I mean, the candy corn thing, NGMI. Gotta, mm-hmm. gotta lose that shit. And Mariah Carey the center of attention right now because a Texas bar put up a sign that said Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you will be skipped if played before December 1st after December 1st the song is allowed one time a night a bullshit get the fuck out of here with the rules right there's such a I again I I'm I'm a recovering rule addict. I used to love oh if you if you play this song or, the, or like if you if you wear this shirt with that just oh man just try to be happy right just try to be happy don't police other people and how they live their lives and what they enjoy yeah that's that's really really insufferable. So um, this bar put up that sign got Mariah Carey's attention. It started this conversation and. Honestly, if you listen to Christmas music, I, I have been annoyed with people who will say, like, so what? It's September. I'm playing Christmas music today. Cool. Didn't ask for your life story. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, if it's June, I don't give a shit. If it makes you happy, go for it. But, like, you don't have to wear it like a badge of honor either. And I do listen to Christmas music. Like, I mainly Jackson 5 Christmas music because I listen to the Jackson 5 and I like them a lot. And if I'm listening to their stuff... I actually will put on some of their Christmas stuff because it's yeah. so good. But man, just let people right. play stuff. It's it's interesting. DBAA. It's it's interesting the the uh, the process which we've gone through over this podcast and its lifespan. Because towards the beginning, I think that um, I think that people were happy and we were miserable to an extent. So like we got angry about it. We made rules. We did like mm. these things. We. We uh, we push back on happiness growth, a- and now I feel like it's flipped on its head, where everybody's so miserable and trying to make these rules, and we're trying to find things that make us happy. Oh yeah, if you can, if you can be nice about something, just fucking try. Do it. Yeah. I saw uh, Ted Lasso was getting a hard time uh, over the weekend because everybody was Ted Lasso for Halloween, which what like everybody was Ted Lasso. Everybody was Phoebe Bridgers. Everybody was. Squid I think Game. I saw like yeah, I saw like four different types of costumes. I saw Ted Lasso. I saw Travis Barker and uh, um, Courtney Kardashian. Oh, I slash did that. MGK and Megan Fox. I saw that a lot. The two biggest couples costumes I think I saw. Then I saw Squid Game mm-hmm. and Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville was popular, but a lot of people doing the um, the skeleton suit Phoebe Bridgers. Thing. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's an easy one because like Phoebe Bridgers took a Halloween costume and made it a Phoebe Bridgers thing. Right. Now people are taking Halloween costumes and making it a Phoebe Bridgers thing. That was like a under thirty dollar 
topical yeah, right. costume thing. So if you could do that, uh, very cool. But I saw somebody who was saying, like, oh, man, like, I'm going to need a real break from Ted Lasso after all this. And j- just saying, like, like I'm, like, I'm seeing so much Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso everywhere. And um, someone responded, uh, Ted Lasso's toxic positivity should have taken care of that. And I remember when I learned about the term toxic positivity – I was excited by it because that there is such a thing as that. I think and so. I yeah. Do not accused Ted Lasso. No. Of doing that. Like toxic positivity is, at least in my experience, tox. I view toxic positivity as, hey, uh, I'm not doing so great. Yeah, you are. You're right. Yeah. 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 I mean, think think about it. Like, it's you, like you it's, got this. You got this. Like, right. You. You. Somebody's got it worse than you. You. You're good. Right. And I, so, so yeah, like I've long yeah. been like okay. If anything's wrong, that's valid. Even if right. it's not the worst the wor- thing in the, the world. The worst thing that happens to a certain person is still the worst thing that has happened to that person. Yeah. So, like, it may not be worse than, you know, somebody else's example of the worst thing that has happened to them. But it doesn't invalidate their feelings based off of the fact that it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them. I guess my point is people are willing to say that Ted Lasso is a bad thing or... Uh, a of course thing. they're willing. so that like that shows the state of looking for <laughs> things to be bad drives me insane so man. try to look for the good not trying to project any uh toxic positivity on you i am positive that the upcoming tomato fights is going to be an absolute hoot because we finished recording today with uh the great jay barishel yeah a, um speed versus the dark knight yeah, yeah, and uh, a great movie matchup with a great guest. Very happy with the way that it went. If you're not subscribed to the Patreon uh, and you want to listen to that before it comes out on the main feed, uh, I don't know if you... You're going to have to wait so long if you to get it on the main feed. Two weeks. Two weeks. At least. Yeah, that's Might right. Might be two weeks in a weekend. Might maybe drop those, like, wait two weeks and then, like, the next Monday you get it. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Uh, is where you will get the Tomato Fights 4 and all the ensuing Tomato Fights 2-week. Oh, yeah, and previous as well. Yeah, but you can you can get those on the main feed. My point is that... Uh, Not three. got to wait two weeks, or now... That's true. A yeah, week yeah, and a that's half. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get the, 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 the Tomato Fights two weeks before they come out and hit the main feed, go to patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Five bucks a month gets you the uh, the access two weeks early. Also gets you the access to the video episodes. Video episodes and any bonus episodes we yep. do. So depending on how many Tomato Fights come out, if we do three a month and then a, a different bonus one, whatever, you're getting it all and you're getting everything on video. Jay so, was predict- predictably great. Jay rocks. Um he was a he was another sort of um Sean Evans situation. Not, not even a white whale, a Sean Evans situation where it was like really wanted to save that bullet to you so like me and Jay have been friendly for like a couple of years at this point, basically through hockey um and and like hockey fandom and through knowing each other on Twitter and stuff like that. So built that relationship through Twitter and we had discussed like, Hey, it would be kind of cool to get Jay on at some point, but never the difference between Jay and Sean is that we never asked Jay Mm. until, until tomato fights, but we knew that we wanted to, to save him for something good. And this was well worth the save. Yeah. And this is more, this, the Jay Baruchel episode of tomato fights 
is more like a brunch episode. I don't say that in a good way or a bad way. I say that as a statement of fact. That's more like a brunch episode than any of the previous Tomato Fights ones. Like, we go off on tangents. And yeah, much like have, Speed, the train goes off the rails. Yeah, we have conversations about different... But, like, even when we... We're, like, off the rails on topic. So, like, we have conversations. Like, we'll talk, we talk about um, Undeclared. We talk about some stuff he's done. We talk about his experience with critics and rotten tomatoes and everything and just him being a batman guy Mm -hmm. is very very helpful for this conversation because you said when we were watching these movies before hardest movie we've done to take notes on is the dark knight because like we've seen it a million times you know everything like the back of your hand like what kind of notes can you take but the conversation we ended up having about the dark knight um is really good and jay was jay's hilarious jay's the best Great, uh, great guest, as have been all of our guests. So check it out on patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Really appreciate your support. We, this is a, saw some movies, not the same ones. I still haven't seen Dune. You have. I have seen Dune. Uh, it took me a while. I, I was very excited for Dune and just with the way that the my my life is going and the way that my movie consumption is going, did not get to see Dune as soon as it came out, which was a bit of a bummer. And it was even more of a bummer that it was one of those movies that I I like was adamant about seeing in theaters because Dune is available on HBO Max and um, you know for better or for worse, I've been on the watching it on H watching movies on HBO Max as they become available. And I've taken away, I think, my theater-going experience because of that. But Dune was one of the movies where I was like, I got to see this. It seems like a movie that you have to see in theaters. And I'm so glad that I waited. Yeah. um, I am not hyper-interested in Dune. This is a a movie that I'm going to have to make myself see. And I don't know if you'll like it. I don't know if I will either. That's why we live, though. Right? That's true. Yeah. You got to learn things. That's right. I don't, at some point in my life, I'm going to know whether or not I like Dune. This is information that I currently don't possess. And as a very curious human, I think it's one of my traits, I think I will feel more satisfied in life with the information okay. of do I like Dune? Yeah. I, I think, I think I'm, I'm more okay with uh, you just being open to it. I, I don't want oh, you to I, shut I, it off. I, but you do, I hope you, I don't think I've ever done that with one of our movies. You do it with that type of movie though. Like you do it with like Star Wars, Harry Potter. What are you talking about? I'm fucking Yes, you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Name I was, one I was waiting for you to follow up on it. Yes. Uh no, like so it's 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 sort of in that universe, I suppose, in the type of movie that it is, so I didn't know whether you would be willing to see it. Uh, Dune is a hockey movie. Um, from our friend Jay Baruchel. He was on uh, <laughs> Tomato Fights. You can check it out. Uh, That's the meme of the week. Patreon.com. Uh, it's the go- it's, uh, like the goon stylized font goon with verse- Dune, D-O-O-N. Have and you seen Timothy that? Chalamet. No. Have you seen that yet? Oh, oh that's our meme of the That's week. our meme of the week. I was mad that somebody came up with uh, 
How You Dune. Did you see that one? No. That was a, They took the post because a lot of people are fucking with that poster. They took the poster, uh, replaced all the faces with Joey, and all the names at the top said Joey Tribbiani, Joey Tribbiani, That's Joey awesome. Tribbiani, and it said How You Dune. That's awesome. Very good. That was like, I'm like, I fucking thought of Sobrock, but I didn't think of How You Dune. Damn it. Fucking quick Sobrock note uh the new version of uh last train home i told you i texted you as i was listening to it for the first time and i was like yeah i'm, I'm glad that exactly it exists what I expected. It, like i'm glad that it exists it's not super exciting outside of the uh the awesome solo that is at the end of it i gotta revise that statement i really like it yeah i, 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 I really like it it's, it's not very different dislike i don't necessary maybe i'll have to listen to it again i don't remember it being uh very different well it's very different from like the vibe of last train home it was like kind of my guess of if there were to be a slower version of like, you know I, I don't like this is becoming a thing with youtubers now um where if a, a clip of a song is released so when john mayer uh teased that um last train home was coming out he put out a like a teaser 10 video. second little teaser thing and um I forget her name. Uh, YouTuber Mary something. I'm going to look this up because it'll drive me crazy. Uh, Mary Steenbergen. It's something like that. Um, shit. Mary Spender? Is that her name? You're a music YouTuber guy. Mary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mary Spender. Okay. Um, made a video that was guessing how the John Mayer song goes. Oh, that was creative. That was sure. like, so she made a thing and like added up these words and everything. And she was like, all right, based off this little clip, this is how I think this goes. And John Mayer got like really into it. So he sent her a bunch of stuff and like made a couple of videos with her. Okay. Just like classic John Mayer cool on the internet thing. But now that's become a trend where artists now put out the little teaser things and YouTubers say, guessing how the rest of this song goes. If you were to do a guessing how the last train home ballad version goes it would have been pretty close to probably what we ended up getting but i liked it but that's fine well, right yeah. i mean exactly it's classic john mayer not gonna electrocute you yeah i always say that uh about him but um yeah i'll always get, just always give more sobrock stuff although it does hurt the argument that actually it doesn't because it's the same song that he's just still trying to squeeze so much out of something. Yeah, it, so I think small. It, it further emphasizes the point that like he has a small, a small um, collection of of, uh, of songs, and he's trying to make a universe out of it and like get every piece of content that he can out yeah. of the this like sl- small collection. I think that aids to it because he's just making different versions of the same song. Uh, I didn't see Dune, but I did see Last Night in Soho, which I had wanted to see. That was like a real Dave has circled movie. And I went and I, I don't know if that's streaming, but I also saw it in theaters. Fucked up some Raisinets. Hell yeah. I had an empty theater even. Wow. Holy shit. So my Dune experience was very different. It was packed. I got like the last the last seat in between two people. Uh, do you uh, recommend I see Dune IRL in person? Yes. 100%. Um, I'm very excited to I, I so I think that the 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 situation here is that we're going to explain the movies to one another lightly without right um, without spoiling because I still want you to see ass pieces yeah and I I still want you to see Dune I still want you to enjoy it fully I'll try to give you 
and I, this is going to be a fun exercise because it is a difficult movie to explain, at least for me, because I I didn't read the books. I have no exposure to Dune. I barely understood what was going on as I was watching it, but I enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm excited to try to explain it to you without using any aids, whether it's Wikipedia. I don't really like remember the character names or anything. So it's going to be fun. So I did read the books and I made videos guessing how the movie would go. I'm interested to learn how close I was. I Very did. Cool. Who's in the movie? Uh, Timothy Shelley. Yeah. Who else? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Uh, Jason I know, Momoa. I know Oscar Isaac from the. What's the 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 gambler? What was the the card counter? Oh yeah, the the uh, the, uh, the card. I think it's called the ca- card. If the that's car- the name, the of dealer that movie. or something. Let's see the card. The card dealer. It is called the card counter. Okay. That movie sucked let me see what that yeah was on. That, that was you explaining that movie to me was quite funny it's an 86 uh zendaya or zendaya zendaya is is in is dune Nishi. yes that's right uh it's somewhat of a bait and switch in dune because she is like billed as like sort of like the co-lead but she's sort of barely in it ah uh, you know what the the co-lead of these last couple of years has been mental wellness and making sure that you're okay. It has been a challenging couple of years for the world, but also globally, I think people have gotten smarter over the years and have more checked in with how are they feeling, how are they doing, making sure they're taking care of themselves in the way that they should, learning to manage daily stress, anxious thoughts, whatever you may have. There's a good chance, hopefully, Hopefully you don't have any of these things, but there's a good chance if you're human, you've got stresses, you've got anxieties, you've got whatever it may be. Uh, New Mood helps guide you to mental wellness and give you the tools you need to tackle stress so you'll feel empowered to take on whatever life throws at you. Noom is known for their program Noom Weight, which helps countless people and Folks are very excited about new mood. It can be stressful trying to think about how to tackle all these things that life throw at us. With new mood, you'll take the journey to mental wellness one step at a time. Their guided approach teaches you the power of shifting your mindset in just a few minutes a day. Now, I'll just say, new mood is a good sort of companion to whatever you're doing. So, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if you ever. If you go to the gym or something and you feel really good and you're like, God, I just want to do whatever exercise I just did felt great. I want to do that every day. But you can't do that every day. Like that's kind of or it's like a, like a supplement. Right. That's how it can feel with therapy where like, I don't know if you go once a week, however often you go. Sometimes you're like, damn, I wish I could go again tomorrow or do whatever. Like that's the place that new mood can kind of fill. So if yeah. you're going to therapy, you can supplement with new mood or if you're not going to therapy, maybe new mood could be maybe, your kind of way of getting into checking on your uh, yeah, mental wellness. Yeah, and maybe it's like if if you if you're thinking about if you're thinking about therapy and you want to just like dip your toe in the water, yeah. new mood might be a good way to to sort of try that out and then decide if you want more. Yeah. It can help you feel less stressed, happier, sleep better. Just a little calmer. That's personally my experience with when you're doing the right things and you're taking those steps and you're kind of checking whatever boxes you need to be checking. Just being a little calmer. It sounds silly, but you realize 
at least I do, when I'm a little less wound, I can like actually like feel that relief. So uh, and even putting in like a little bit of effort to improve your your mental wellness goes a long way into helping you realize like what you need to work on and what you don't. Thousand percent makes you feel a sense of control. Yeah, like even acknowledging the fact that you are taking strides to improve your mental wellness opens up a door. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like getting a gym membership, except that ain't a gym. Opening the mind and tapping into there and taking care of that, that ain't a, ooh, it's too far away. I can't go thing. Once you start doing that, you're making progress and you're taking care of yourself. And so it's just as important to take care of your mind as it is your body. I've always both prioritized sides. mind over body. But both uh, sides are important. Yes, it is. Uh, worry less and feel happier. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash brunch. That is noom.com slash brunch. I'm going to give it to you a third time. N-O-O-M dot com slash brunch. That's the podcast. All right. Doom. Doom? Doom. Doom. Th- that's the video game. You ever played Doom, the video game? When did it come out? Like in, in the, the 90s? 90s? Yeah. yeah. I think I... I, I, I was there when it was played. I was there. With, yeah. That was on the computer. Yeah. I was there when it was played. But that yeah, was like, like, I a, don't... like I had a real hard time even pretending to give a shit. Okay. But people, I, mean, I remember everybody was into it. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, it was, it, I feel like in that time there was like one or two of like a thing. And Doom was one or two of the vi- the video games. What that was existed. the other one? Like uh, the pinball game on your computer? <laughs> Minesweeper? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Doom, I, I do remember people playing Doom. Really, well, once The Sims came out, that was when computer games were cool. Yeah. I don't know, are, are The Sims, like, now that's what I call music? They're probably on, like... No, The Sims still exists. Sims 600? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but, no, I think it's, like, I think that they've kind of just, like, built out, like, expansion packs and stuff, but there's, I think they're maybe on, like, five. The Sims still, 5. Uh, can you still, you know what? Do the sex? No. K I Oh yeah. Oh yeah. L Album. Mm-hmm. In many ways. <laughs> you can still do that? Yeah, oh yeah. What a fucked thing. When you're like, put Man. the refrigerator there and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go get something to eat. Wait a second. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and you're like, hey, you just noticed. Well, uh I'm glad you're thinking about it now. You're gonna be thinking about it uh kind of for the rest of your life. Please uh sign up for the Patreon because if we get to three hundred and fifty uh patrons We'll do a we sleepover, and Sims. I have The Sims on my computer. Play The Sims the whole time. Yeah, that would be incredible. An all-night Sims stream, just finding different ways to K-I-L-L. All-night Sims sleepover stream? <laughs> incredible. Just, like, K-I... Us playing God for yeah. an entire night? Yeah. Whew. We'll have a kiki. It's K-I-K-I. It's where we eat Kit Kats and K-I-L-L uh, are Sims people. I love this. Is that too dark? No, I don't know. I'll just well, it's be an real. it's like, an overnight that's, that's stream. Pe- that's It'll how be people very dark. played the Sims, but I don't know how video games are played now. I don't know if uh, killing still allowed. Th- that's still big in video games. Yeah, oh yeah. I know they they do shooter games. Mm-hmm. I assume you're uh, hitting others. Yep. When you do that. Yep. Interesting. No bottles and cans, huh? I mean, you can maybe at the, the practice range, but Ain't you're no, practicing for something. No tires. No pictures and of Bin Laden the, or nothing. For the cans, no. All right, so other uh, other players. Yeah, so please sign up for the Patreon if you want to watch us. Do you have any, uh, what are they called, uh, 
not N N P S's NPC well, NPC yeah what's it not non person non player character non playable character let me tell you I saw this one movie Free Guy it's called Three Guys and <laughs> and a lot of uh, NPCs that's right you know I what? I watched Free Guy this week real oh you yeah did? I did I did I finally watched it wow when I um I was on a uh, also saw that Justin Bieber went as Free Guy for Halloween. Ooh, very cool. I did a, uh, I had a, uh, a stretch in my life where I just didn't eat sugar, and it's crazy to think of, of that. But it might have been during this podcast. Even it was like a almost like a a yearish. I was doing uh, no sugar for the most part. I had a couple of things that I would uh, allow myself to do, but a big staple of this lifestyle. And it wasn't even crazy. I wasn't like annoying about it or anything. Uh, I did uh, very few NPCs, which were non-pizza carbs. Okay, I'm still eating pizza. Okay, still yeah. like drinking beer and stuff like that. But my initial knowledge of NPC was <laughs> that's incredible. Non, non quite the same. Non-pizza carbs. So uh, is uh, Free Guy in Dune? No. Is any of the? Oh, by the way. Did do you know who the person was in in it that I told you to not look up the cast because I wanted you to see the reveal that someone was in it? I assume that it was Taika Waititi. Oh yeah, yeah, which is hilarious. Great, yeah. Taika Waititi's great in that. Yeah, he really is. He's great in everything. He's the best. Very good movie. Did you notice that it was uh, set only in Boston or filmed only in Boston? No. Oh yeah, it was filmed in Boston. Oh yes, like distractingly so. Really, yeah, I did not whole, pick up on yeah, that. That whole city is Boston. Holy shit! I didn't. How did I not pick up on that? Wow. Very, I mean, I'm I, the the only Boston thing that I got out of Free Guy was the orange coffee cup, which very much seemed like a Dunkin' coffee cup. Oh right, right. There's some Dunks type situations in there, but I mean, Free Guy and your cousin, one and the same. <laughs> it's true. Someone was uh, Christian Arcand, a uh, Boston radio guy and very good uh, fella, was your cousin from Boston. That good, was one of my Halloween costume favorite Halloween costumes. Uh, Dune was a, uh, a movie, it's a sci-fi movie, it's set in, um, outer space. When did it come out? When did it come out? Yeah. Uh, October 2021. Okay, so recent movie. Very recent. Um, and it is about, so Oscar Isaac plays Timothy Chalamet's father, he's like, essentially the king or like the ruler of these people. So Timothy Chalamet exists in the Dune universe? He does. He's the prince. That he okay. And Rebecca Ferguson is his mother. So Timothy Chalamet acts in this movie as well. And additionally, he Timothy Chalamet exists in this universe. So like, is he like biting his I, tongue whenever they talk? They're like, "Hey, this is uh, Timothy Chalamet's father." Is Timothy Chalamet's character like biting his tongue? Like, I know who that is. No, I don't think that it exists in that way. Uh but uh, maybe it's, in a sequel, <laughs> maybe yeah. Because there, this is only Dune Part One, so the options are endless after this. Ah, they've Dune already announced coming up. They've already announced Dune. Here we go again. Nice Dune. Here we do Dune again. No, we're still doing this. <laughs> great, great, uh, great joke. I, I liked that one. Um, the most distracting thing. I'm doing my best. There were a lot of like. A lot of elements of this movie that are like 
you gotta you gotta really sink yourself into the world. You gotta kind of in- engross yourself with it. Like, I love it. It's it's really centers around. Um, they go to like a different planet Hate and it. they're yeah. trying to get the spice, which is like this little like dust this dust stuff that's really valuable. So they're 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 trying to uh, basically they're cry- they're trying to like crop the spice. They're trying to collect the spice because it's super valuable in the universe. And so they go to the other planet to get the spice. But one of the most distracting things about Dune is that some characters' names are, like, crazy. And some of them are just human names. Wes. No, like, Timothy Chalamet's character is Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mother's name is Jessica. And I forget, I forget the father's name. I forget uh, Oscar Isaac's name. But um, Jason Momoa is in this, and his name is Duncan. So they have very human names. But, like, all of the other things are fantastical. So they're trying to get this spice. Mm-hmm. All they can talk about is this spice. That's right. So you remember Shake 'em Up Fries? Yep, yep. That So that kind of... Thing. It does kind of look like that too. It looks like um, it really looks like Old Bay. I was gonna they say they are hunting the Old Bay. I was a kid when Shake 'Em Up Fries came out, and kid in that I don't know, I was probably like tenth grade or something like that. I don't think I knew what Old Bay seasoning was. We were super excited about whatever that spice was. It was just Old Bay, a little bit of Old Bay right. seasoning. Yeah, you go to Philadelphia, you get crab fries, just French fries, dumping the Old Bay on them, dumping Old Bay seasoning on there. Uh, so yeah, it's it's all about Sir Paul. Whoa, Sir Paul trying to get his hands on some old pay. I'm That's a, the plot of Dune. I don't know if you know this. I'm a huge fan of Sir Paul. Yes, I do know that. Yeah, and I think that you're. It sounds like you're a huge fan of Old Bay. So this movie I might am. be right up your alley. Did you do Shake 'em Up Fries when they were when Burger King was doing that? Yeah, nice. Uh, for honestly, like. Burger King does not do many things well, but fries... Oh, oh, come on, Pete. What do you mean? You don't like Burger King? We don't have to get into that now. Why, Pete? What's your take on Burger King? Why don't you just get it out in the open? Why don't you say it? It's for poor people. You've been no, it's, 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 it's for It's for low-class people. I mean, it's extremely similarly priced to other fast food establishments. Right. So if you're going to that one... You're you're just a lower class of human. I would posit that paying more money for something worse is something that rich people do, not something that poor people do, right? That's actually a good point, right? Like go like spending money, spending a certain amount of money on something because you feel, I don't know, this is probably what it should be. That is way more rich person behavior. That's than true. Poor. You're making some good points here. Tax the tax the rich. We should replace with make Burger King even more expensive. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's about, it's about, um, so Timothy Chalamet and his family, they moved to this planet to, to crop the, uh, the spice, but then there's like a different, a different, um, like species of being who are, who exist on this planet and they're trying to protect the spice and they're trying to, they're trying to like maintain their freedom and, and not be like overtaken by Timothy Chalamet's people. And so, like, they're like they're welcoming them, but also setting boundaries. Okay. They're like they're like we we want to maintain our freedom. You you can have the spice. You could be here, just don't rub our faces. In. Right, exactly. And sounds problematic. The people that the there's like another species of people that had evacuated this this planet who had uh, had previously sort of oppressed 
the the um like the the sand people. Okay. The sand people who were like protective of the of the dunes where the spice is. And so they're allowing um they're allowing Timothy Chalamet's people in and basically the the conflict is there's like a three-way conflict of the people trying to fight uh the Timothy Chalamet's people and then Timothy Chalamet's people butting heads with the with the sand with the the oh, dune goodness. people. So it's a, it's a complicated plot and it's you have to like you have to kind of allow yourself to be brought into that universe but it is spectacularly shot. There isn't a ton of action in the first one. I'm assuming that it's going to be uh, a lot more action-packed in the next installment. This, In a lot of ways, this felt like a setup and like a lot of world-building for the, the second one. So it's really like a bridge to get you into the universe, but it's shot spectacularly. The acting is, is great. Um, and what action there is is very, very good. Dune is a... An 83 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. I think that that's fair. I really liked it. I thought that it was, I said that it was, quote unquote, very awesome. And I, and I mean that literally, like it is sort of awe inspiring in the, the technical aspects of it, like the, um, like the, the, the effects and the cinematography, all really awesome. But not it's not a perfect movie, and I understand why there are some people that don't like it. And, okay, and I understand that it's not for everybody, and that you know if you're going to spend two and a half hours or whatever it is, you probably want. A lot of people are going to want more. They're going to want more action. They're going to want more, um, more of like a complete story, whereas this is very much a build-up movie. My fear is I'm not going to love it, but I'm definitely going to take it for a spin. Uh, you did not tell me that Stellan Skarsgård's in it. He is. We got Stellan. We got... He looks gross. Oh, no. Yeah. Intentionally. He is disgusting. Javi Bardem? He is minimally involved. I've never heard him called Javi. Javi. No. Javier. Sports thing, Javier Bardem. A lot of a lot of Javier's in sports are called Javi. I don't yeah. know if that's their call or if the media does that to him, or if it's like a sports like sports like sports names, right? Yeah, you th- toss a Y on there, and like if you're an, if you're an actor, yeah, you probably want to be Javier. Yeah, uh, who else we got in this? David uh, Dastmalchian. The guy with the oh, uh, yes. crazy eyes. He is also in The Dark Knight. Yes, of course. I did not know that he was uh, Armenian. But with a name like that, he's simply got to be. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, haven't mentioned Josh Brolin, the Brol guy. Correct. Who is in Timothy Chalamet's phone as just... Brol, Brol. Brol, what? Is, is it Brolin? Brolin, yeah. yeah I, was I, was, like, I call him Brol, Brol. Okay. Brol, Brol. Uh, and Dave Bautista is also in this. As is Steven Henderson. Who's Steven Henderson? He is... He's a guy you've seen in everything. Okay. I can't think of... He's in Lady Bird. He's in Fences. He's famously in Dune. He's in... Is he in... Uh... Oh, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, you've seen him in yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. The, like, uh, 
he's the definition of he's definitely done some Law and Order episodes. <laughs> and he has. So I'll have to check out Dune. Did did my uh, description of it make you feel one way or the other? It more locked in my trepidation, light trepidation. Okay. I again, like I, I've yet to be compelled to see the film. Part of it is definitely time related. Not that it's too long, like just not having time to do it. And part of it is. This seems like a movie others would like more than me. Yeah. While we're talking about time, though, it is crazy. Like, we're having to watch, obviously, a lot of movies for tomato fights. And just, there's life, so people are busy. I cannot believe that I took the time within the past week, while chipping away at the tomato fights database, which, again, the process is just clicking around Rotten Tomatoes, adding things to the uh, to the old list. Don John. You know Don John. The movie with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yes. Let me see what it is. Don John. I quite liked that movie. Uh, Okay, that's interesting. Don John Rotten Tomatoes is a... Is an 80. Okay, so that's not That's not bad. I was shocked that it was that high. I, I assumed that Don John... Would be topping out at sixty three. Some people really like that movie. It is. It's one of those movies that's for some reason or another resonates with people a lot more than some others. Okay, so I immediately dropped what I was doing and watched Don John. Okay. I spent the next hour and a half watching Don. Like John. this week? Yeah. Okay. Being like, wait, what? Don John's an eighty? I haven't seen it in a while, but I do remember watching it and liking it. It's it's like cringe. It's, it reaffirmed. It's, yeah. It, it was. It's not I'm, about my, good my people. Opi- my yeah. opinion of it didn't change. It was I would say that it more is deserving of anywhere between 50 and 61, 62. But I mean, there is commitment to the bit. They all play the hell out of those characters. Yep. ScarJo really locks into being old Barbara Sugarman and Tony Danza as the the worked up dad. I did not know that Glenn Headley She's in everything. She's in Sergeant Bilko. She's the love interest in that. I didn't know that uh, she currently rests. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, she plays the mom. She's uh, she's no longer with us. I did remember that Brie Larson has, I believe, two lines in the movie. Just sits there on her phone the whole time. Hell yeah! But she's great in it. Good performances. I mean, Julianne Moore. Here's the thing with her and me. I actually have no choice. But to stand That's Julianne right. Moore. Especially when she wears a dress. Truly one oh my god. Truly one of the greats. Yeah. Love Julianne Moore so much. Um but yeah, I, I again like don't have time to do this, don't have time to do that. I just banged out Don John for ninety minutes. Now I might I might go back and revisit that. It's been a while since I've watched that movie. Very much like the height of Jersey Bro culture. <laughs> Which him to have Joseph Gordon, out. to have Joseph Gordon Levitt play that role is hilarious because he couldn't. In my mind, he's could not be further from that character. Right, right. I mean, he written directed by jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt, okay. so he really. That's what I find so interesting. I'm like, that's what you write, and right? Me? Yeah, right. And it's such a weird. I can't even imagine like thinking to, about like that plot. Yeah, like not that you're not allowed to make a movie about masturbation, but like, like. 
that's just not what I would have expected from Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe he was like, you know what? I'm not I angels in the outfield 500 days of summer. Yeah. And maybe, or maybe he was just like, hey, I need to, to test myself as an actor or director and a writer. I got to do something that is not like extremely personal to me or it's not extremely relatable to me. So this is a project that is far outside of my scope or like I want people to, to not put me in this box. I'll make this movie. Other 80s that are in the database are The Manchurian Candidate, Bridget Jones's Diary, and Office Space. Pick a random number. Let's see what I'll tell you what, what we've got in the database. Uh, 80, um, 82. 82. Walk the Line. Okay. Scarface. Scarface is an 82? Way higher than I would expect. Really? Yeah, did you expect lower? No, I, I expected higher. Oh, exp- I'm sorry, higher. you expected higher? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, John Mulaney has a bit on Scarface that kind of blows the cover off of it. He's like, hey, just so everyone knows, like, Scarface is a terrible movie. And, like, the second it's pointed out to you, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, I love it, but there's a lot of <laughs> ridiculous, terrible aspects of it. Um, Walk the Line, Scarface. Saturday Night Fever, man, Al, go go somewhere else. Carlito's <laughs> Way, a lot of Pacino. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's surprising. That's I believe is an Edgar Wright project, I think and so. uh, I saw an Edgar Wright project this week with uh, Low last night in Soho. I'm having fun with this. Name a couple other numbers. Uh, eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Heath Ledger famously Never seen it. Me neither. Okay. Which is weird because he was nominated for, I think, Best Actor yeah. for that. American Beauty. Okay. Have seen, seen it. Yep. Canceled. Problematic. <laughs> yep. Well, Swingers. I mean, it was problematic when it, it was, the subject matter is problematic. Right. But especially Unfortunately, uh, maybe a little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, Brokeback Mountain, American Beauty, Swingers. Seen. Saw that recently. So have I, I. I feel like I see that way more often. Than... That was a movie that did not click until recently. Like, I had seen it several times, and I knew that it was beloved, and I knew that it launched um, some careers in a way. Yeah. I I'd never really got it, and then I watched it recently, and I was like, oh, yeah, this movie, like, kind of rocks. It, it, like, does its own thing. It also has Donnie Darko. I have not seen that, but that is a movie that's been on my mind recently. It is a movie that I should watch. Right. Um, I don't know that movie at all. I know that Jake Gyllenhaal... I know there's like a scary bunny costume. I know there's a scary bunny uh, costume, and I know the the Tears for Fears song that is covered for it, Mad World. Yeah. That everyone... Loves that shit. But I don't know anything uh, about that movie. Let's see. I'm just going to do a random number. Let's see. What's 66 doing? 66, Home Alone. That's crazy. Oh, I that's I have in my notes. Uh, apparently, we will do in December. <laughs> 66, okay. we got to do. Because we should do Home Alone, right? Absolutely. Home How Alone? the fuck did anybody see Home Alone and was like, not for me. This is a fun matchup, dude. We're gonna. I think without even getting to the other 66s, I think we got to do Home Alone versus Clue. Oh hell yeah! Sixty-six. Uh, Mission Impossible is sixty-six. The first one. Yep. Okay. The Blind Side is sixty-six. That's fine. Yeah, I, I don't remember the Blind Side, but 
very uh very like white savior oh i remember that uh being a thing that uh people talked about so anyway um it's fun learning all these uh numbers you're gonna want to hear jay baruchel react to some rotten tomatoes scores there's I, I don't want to spoil. I, it. We could have done an we could have done an hour and a half of just reading. Yes, I uh, Rotten to. Tomato scores to Jay Baruchel. I want that would to. have been like a brunch. That would have been like a really good brunch podcast. Like straight up on this feed. Yeah, being like, like, like when we did uh, the episode when we met Randy Havens, we were mm-hmm. like, hey, let's talk about adult shit. Yeah, let's talk about how to keep a home and things like that. Doing a full episode on Jay Baruchel reacting to Rotten Tomatoes would be yeah. a, a, a fun concept. And it was cool because we'd never met Jay Baruchel before. Um, and we wanted to... like There was temptation to just not necessarily Chris Farley show him. But like, first time talking to Jay Baruchel... I don't know. Like, I got some. I, I have some questions I would want to ask Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Um, so it was like it's very, fun. It's very interesting because he he's he comes off as as extremely humble and extremely like approachable. Yeah. And you can, he's a guy you can hang out with. But then you like look at his resume and you're like, holy oh, shit! Fuck. You've he did done, Million Dollar Baby. He did Million Dollar Baby. Even like when he was a kid, he was an almost famous. Oh yeah. He was, you know, he's an undeclared with yeah. working at with Apatow at the height of Apatow. Yeah. Like, and he still was... continues to work with like people at their height. Yeah. And he's hot shit. It's he has a stacked resume that I think would catch a lot of people off guard. Only spent a second on it with him. But um, and this kind of speaks to the point of. Stay like j- meeting him, and then initially, and then just immediately being like, "Okay, we're gonna jump into this podcast that like has this tone. Like, let's see how it goes." And he was fantastic, but um, we're able to at least bring up for one second that Jay Baruchel is part of my favorite, probably your favorite death scene in movie history. This is the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David, there's Krumholtz. so many great death scenes in that movie, but that is uh, number one. Ever and like Jeremy Renner in um, the town is up there for me, but nothing better than David Crumholtz walking bl- like step by step through. Here's what's going to happen. Are you going to be able to do this? And then immediately fucking dying. It was great. And uh, yeah, Bear Shell's the fucking man. Really, uh, really cool. He did that again. Patreon.com/slash. Listen to Brunch. You're also going to want to hear his answer to, isn't this a good idea for a podcast? Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. Probably we'll do it now that we have four. I'm going to start piecing. I'm going to start compiling everyone's answer to the question. If you haven't listened to Tomato Fights yet, the first question we ask all the guests is, isn't this a good idea for the podcast? And the answers have been uh, amazing so far. And his was, uh, was no exception. I watched... Don John. (laughs) No, I did uh, Last Night in Soho, which I think might be Edgar Wright's first movie since Baby Driver, which I love Baby Driver so much. Same. I wish that it wasn't canceled as much as it is. Uh, So we and we talk about that with Jay Baruchel, too, when we uh, bring up the usual suspects. Personally, I do not. I, I, in all seriousness, I don't eliminate work that no, includes yeah. somebody bad. I feel bad for, and I know that she's had some not great comments on this, but like on a human level, I do feel bad that like Felicia Rashad's best work is now 
like tied to an ignored. unforgettable thing. Yeah, ignore. Like, no, would you would never in a million years put Cosby Show on your network, right? No, no, and no, because it's think it's, of the, all the the great work that. And again, like obviously, one person it, was doing horrible. So that's shit. that's a situ- but that's a situation that is probably different from a lot of other situations because the Cosby Show was built around Bill Cosby's reputation and built around Bill Cosby America's as a dad. person. Yeah. yeah, and so that situation is a bit different in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, shout out. Felicia Rashad, Tempest Bledsoe, Malcolm Jamal Warner, Adam Sandler, Lisa Bonet, everybody. Like, the- I, I don't think that, like, that I don't think a lot of places are taking, like, seven out of a rotation to show, like, for movies. I don't think that the, people are rushing to eliminate Baby Driver from, yeah. like, their, their movie libraries and stuff because it's not like it's those that th- that stuff isn't built around uh, Kevin Spacey as a person. Right. I think the most damning thing is probably House of Cards because it's built around Kevin Spacey's reputation as a intimidating and yes. problematic person. And it's a little too on the nose. Yeah. So last night in Soho, I was very much looking forward to this. Again, written, directed by Edgar Wright, co-written with uh, Christy Norma, Leslie wilson Carnes. Sorry, oh, I just read the beginning of her Wikipedia page. My bad. Uh, she just goes by Christy Wilson Cairns, but whatever. You want to rock a super long name? Add, add whatever you want. Uh, Tomasin McKenzie. Hell yeah. I don't know if I say her name right. Thomason? Tomasin? Something. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. They're the two real people in this, but uh, it just looked amazing fashion-wise, so I was really excited to see it so give Set me the in london in the 60s kind of yeah give me the uh give me the skinny because i i know very little about this movie other than um there is like a dream universe yeah i didn't get it either from the trailer um so Mackenzie plays a girl named ellie a girl called ellie who is obsessed with the swinging 60s and she wants to be a fashion designer, obsessed with 60s fashion. She, she, but she, it's like from uh, she's a person now? Today. Okay. She gets into uh, a prestigious fashion institute in, uh, in London, moves there. She has visions of her mother who killed herself when she was young. And... When, when Ellie was young, she lives with her grandmother. She moves to London by herself. She's warned by her grandmother, like, hey, your mom also moved to London, and London's like a scary place. Didn't treat her too well. And be look careful. how that went. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. be really be careful with this. She moves there, has a brutal roommate who's just a dickhead to her. Okay. Her roommate wants to party all the time, smash the fellas. Which, whatever, that's that's fine, but... A real, she, like, are you going to the... What time are you going to the party? Exactly, that, that type of energy, which, again, yeah. you want to go to college and party and everything, but she does it in, like, a very um, exclusive way. Okay. Uh, not a nice roommate. Makes fun of her in front of... She's having a hard time making friends. There's this guy who's really nice to her, but she's like, yo, I've just got to focus on my studies. Like, I'm here to do this. So... She moves out, goes to 
a gets an apartment in a building with an old woman who's like, yo, uh, I'm no fun. I'm an old woman. No boys after eight o'clock. A lot of rules. Mm-hmm. Really. It's real, and, real dry and dusty in there. Totally. Okay. And just gives her, like, this apartment is shitty and old and has, like, a kitchenette type of thing. But, honestly, for a college student or even, like, someone in their The standards like, are 20s, low. The bar is low, yeah. If you're living in London, that's fucking great, I would say. Put you wherever and then you're you're off and running. So, she lives there. And at night, in her dreams, she sees a young woman in the 60s who is having these experiences and wants to be a singer and is going to these clubs, going to these bars and everything. And that's Anya Taylor-Joy. That's Anya Taylor-Joy. And there's a guy who is subo- like kind of her agent-ish type thing. He's introdu- she's introduced to him saying, like, hey, you want to be a star? You work with this guy. So okay. she every time she falls asleep, she sees this. And she's seeing herself there. So whenever there's a mirror the you see the other person in it classic trick yeah so there'll be like there's like makeout scenes where the two of them are making out and then depending on whether you're seeing the mirror or or IRL you it's switching between Mackenzie and Taylor Joy which is cool and the, again the the clothing and everything is perfect yeah I, I, I remember so cool. from the trailer being like this looks awesome right so as this young woman's career progresses, she starts to see more things that uh, are not good. Like a, uh, like a lot of uh, dirty shit behind the scenes or whatever, something, right? Something bad is happening okay. to this young lady. Okay. And uh, Ellie is determined to solve the case of what did these people do to this woman okay and because she knows because she's seeing the buildings she sees the buildings in her dreams and then like the next day when she's walking around she'll see that building and it's a place she'd never been before so she knows that what she's dreaming actually happened okay and it's freaking her out and she wants to save this poor girl who's having uh, some, some very bad shit done to her I'll tell you, this sounds a lot like that uh, that horror movie that we watched recently. It, a lot of it goes down a similar road. Path. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's a road that's been, t- so before I saw it, I, a coworker had seen it and I asked, oh, it's another coworker asked like, what would a, a movie critic say about this movie? And she was like, uh, she would say. It's second act <laughs> resorts to some things we've seen a million times okay. before. So I'll say in the beginning of this movie, I was a hundred percent in. Okay. Really? Like sells you. It's I mean, just just the cast. True. M- Mackenzie's great. Looks great. She's has gonna be a people star. you like. Yeah. So I obviously we were big JoJo Rabbit fans. She was in old, but more like you're you're buying stock on Tomas and McKenzie. Absolutely, she is going to rule Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Great, great young actor. So, all the way in, and the flashbacks were really interesting, and the characters are really interesting. So I was all in. I was like, oh, I'm going to. This is going to be like my favorite movie of the year. 
And then about halfway through, two-thirds of the way through, I was like, this is, without question, a bad movie. Really disappointing. Like, I'm so sad this movie sucks. And then by the end of it, I was like, that was pretty good. Really? So, yeah, it really really kind of puts you through your paces. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I feel like it's... It's hard to it's hard to like recover from that once oh, yeah. you have those thoughts one way or another because you like, feel but you're like mad at the movie at that point right and like if you are watching the first half and you're like oh this is an awesome movie it's going to be one of my favorite of the year like you don't want to let that go right it takes a lot for you to let that go and like admit that oh this isn't that good and then like to admit to a point where you're like oh this sucks yeah and then eventually give some space back on that. Holy sh! Now I'm, that's that maybe sold me more than anything. Yeah, it was like my Twitter review of it was just like I don't think I've seen a movie that has pulled me in so many directions before. Where, yeah, because you're right. W- once it loses you, or once it, uh, or once once you have your own, your like personal tone shift mm-hmm. from oh this is great, I can't wait to see every second of this. Keep giving it to me. Keep giving it to me. To like, well. This could have been great, but it didn't end up being great. You're so upset and uh, like betrayed by the by what could have been that even if it recovers a little bit, you're like, well, that was just kind of blah. Yeah. But honestly, by the end of this, I I was like, no, that was a pretty good movie. Okay. I think that. Uh, What's it at on the RT? Yeah, I I think it's a lot more beloved on RT than than. Uh, I, th- I, I think that I saw Feidelberg say that he really liked it. Okay, so it, w- it would not surprise me if people loved this movie. Okay. Oh, it's a 74 on Rotten Tomatoes, which I would... Uh, that That's in the neighborhood of what I thought yeah, it's of it. Yeah, like I, I, would, I would expect that, that uh, it to be around that number based off of the your feelings towards it. Yeah, I think I was probably talking like 72-ish about it, okay. somewhere like okay. that, right? Uh, high audience score, though. Seven, uh, 91. Oh, I wow. believe... Feidelberg was in the audience when he <laughs> saw it, so this uh, this would track, but no, not as good as Baby Driver, not as good as uh, not as good as some of uh, Wright's other stuff. I will say you, this won't track with you at all. But my meme of the week is I've yet to make it, but uh, when you have Anya Taylor Joy in something, and then it's the nut button with. Uh, montage of her drinking too much and dancing i assume that that's a queen's gambit bit oh boy is that queen's gambit and they do the same thing in uh in in this movie but it's oh wait shoot no way what there's an old guy in the movie that you're like oh i don't trust this old guy what's his deal and it's terrence stamp what the heck i don't know if i know they really uh, they, they put a hat on him so he could be anybody okay you're not an Entourage guy, that's why. Yeah. Terrence Stamp is, uh, he plays Terrence in Entourage. Okay. They name him, they name him Terrence for that role. So he wasn't really acting for him. I don't think he's acted a day in his, he hasn't worked a day in his life. When you love the job, Pete, it ain't work. 